The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowhead Pride from the Podium Podcast, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It was the second day of full-team practice here on the campus of Missouri Western State University on Thursday. And after practice was over, we had an opportunity to hear from defensive lineman Chris Jones. Remember, he's playing both the tackle and the edge positions. Running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire, wide receiver Byron Pringle, and finally, Corey Cornerback Legereus Sneed. So we'll go in that order on this podcast. We'll take a quick break in the middle. Let's start with defensive tackle Chris Jones. Test might want to. <laughs> hey, Chris, there was a recent ranking of the best rushers in the league by, by Gap, and you were labeled as the best three-tech in the league. How do you feel like you ranked there, and what are your favorite gaps to go through? Well, I don't, I don't really pay attention to none of that stuff. I, I feel like those guys... Uh, they're never really accurate, you know what I mean? So uh, I appreciate the, the compliments, but um, my favorite gap is any gap. Any any gap I can get to the quarterback in, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. What do those guys miss the most when they try to rank your position? Um, honestly, I don't know, man. I don't know, you know. Um, or what do they don't understand? What, what? That's a lot going into r- rushing a passer, you know, um, hand placement, eye coordination, um, skill, a little luck, and a little play calling, you know what I mean? So <laughs> when, when all of that comes together, all of it works together for you, then you're able to reach the benefit on it. And, um, you know, sometimes it don't work, sometimes it do, but, you know, you pray about it, you work on it, and uh, you utilize your skill set on Sunday. Chris, uh, you were lined up today against Pat, uh, I think you were left end, and ended up with, it looked like a tyrant and touched the ball, but it looked like you probably got a sack. Uh, would have gotten sacked on that play. Did, you know which one I'm talking about, and how did that feel to get around the edge and then get close to Pat there? Listen, I feel good rushing off the edge, okay? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> hey, um, I know as you're six, I'm a little old. I'm a veteran in the room, but I feel <laughs> so good rushing off the edge. And, you know, um, you know, having an uh, acquisition of Jaron Reed along this line of scrimmage has freed me up tremendously. And, um I'm just so appreciative of his dominance in the inside. Him and Frank Clark, um, they're like tit for tat. They work well off each other. And Turkshawn Warren, he's able to get around. The guy can move. And Derek Naughty has been phenomenal so far in camp. So my biggest thing is continue to get 1% better throughout this camp. And when we do that, by the time the season reach, we just keep on elevating, baby. Keep on elevating. And we're going to be where we want to be by the end of the year. Harris, we talked to you about just um, – the transition on the field, switching positions. But what about like this last month, for example, after mini camp, 
you got your first taste of it. I mean, is it, are you watching different film than, than you would watch the previous year? What, what kind of preparation is that? Well, just more so adding to my um, my film session. Instead of watching mainly three takes, I'm kind of mixing matching, watching a few three takes, few DNs, uh, Cam Jordan. You know, guys that uh, set the set the stage for defensive end in this league. Uh, Miles Garrett, Julie Bosa. You know, those type of guys who have uh, made a name for themselves at the at the position of defensive end. What about, what about your workouts? Do you do anything different between Chris and your workouts to kind of prepare for this? Well, I um I did yoga three times a week in Pilates, and you know I don't know if that's anything. Oh, it was fun, man. I was um, one moment I thought I was gonna have my head above my uh, my neck, so you know what I mean. So it's been fun. It's different. My I can do some positions now I never thought I could do, but it's fun. Is that new this all season? Yeah, um, I usually do Pilates during off season, but I started a little early this year um, for my flexibility. You know, bending the edge is a little different from taking a uh, turn on a three tech. So I wanted to be a little more flexible, a little more lenient on bending the edge. And I was able to work on my flexibility a lot. Hey, Chris, do you feel like you're right right you weight-wise? Are you leaner and lighter than what you've played compared to inside? Yeah, I'm like 15, 20 pounds lighter. I um, I came up here on the uh, the first day. Quick story. I came up here on the first day. I grabbed a uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich, three chicken strips, a biscuit, fry, and a 12 count nugget. And I still weigh like 292. And I was <laughs> and I was telling B. Uh, he was like, "You're in perfect weight." I was like, "No, I'm not. I just ate." Like three sandwiches from Popeyes, some chicken strips, and so I felt like my weight is um I'm good. Uh, I'm still trying to move up in the 295 range. Chris, you feel like a DN yet? I mean, is it practice right now? But you you're really gonna feel like it in the, in the game, or when does it when does that transition happen? Well, I just more so focus on um, feeling the best weight to where I can play inside and out. Because you know, merely I'm not a real DN. You know, Spad's gonna move me around. Most likely, I'm gonna be playing both spots, depend on game plan and uh, who are we playing and what's the best matchup. So I just try to stay, um, put myself at a weight where I can play three take the whole game or play DE in the whole game. Chris, you've never been uh, shy about uh, sack totals, sack goals. How has now you becoming this hybrid player maybe impacted that one way or another? We're trying to break the record, baby. We're trying to break the record. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, man. The record. Um, we're trying to have the best D line in the league. First and foremost, uh, we're trying to be dominant throughout this whole season, and we're trying to challenge each other to get better day in and day out. If we do that, this D line will be where we want to be. You know, this will be the coming up. This will be the first days of pads at this new transition for you. Just what are you wanting to get out of it, knowing that you haven't been in pads since February? Oh, we're taking our time with it. You know, we're gonna let it come when it comes. No need to rush it. But um, it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be a. Uh, I think the guys are building up to it. Um, extremely hot. Hopefully it don't be this hot when we put the pads on, but I uh, I think we definitely going to get after it. I see a lot of physicality going on right now. People are excited. People forget we can't really do too much with the, um, the shells on, but I think we're going to definitely get out there and um, challenge each other along the line of scrimmage. You're playing more DN and playing more in that position. Was that the intention from the offseason, you know, in this last year all along, or did Reed come in here really boost that up? I think Jaron Reed kind of came in here and um, gave the coaches the flexibility to move me around. You know, um, by him being who he is and having such a big presence along the line of scrimmage at his position, three tech, which we play the same position, then it kind of freed me up to go and uh, move to the outside and let him dominate the line of scrimmage from the inside.
guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, you know, just just starting off with this year, vet mini camp. I mean, everything was everything was going you know going great, but we didn't really run a ball vet mini camp just because you know. But uh, as far as anything, everything in, in from from pass pro to just helping in the protection and being in the O line room, and everything is everything is cordial. Um, and as, as far as you know, the, the schemes and everything that we're implementing and putting in. I mean, y'all, y'all been practicing, y'all seeing everything. It's, it's, it's looking pretty good. Hey, Brian, two questions. Um, first, and Anthony talked yesterday about the fact that you want to get better in the red zone and working on that. What do you think is the key to running the football effectively in the red zone? Could you, could you be a little louder? I'm sorry. Yeah, what's the, to you, what's the key to running the ball effectively in the red zone? In the red zone? Yeah. Man, I was I was I would mainly say uh, point of attack for the for the offensive lineman. Uh, you know, just just pretty much getting you know getting hands in the dirt, and then you know as far as a running back, kind of read my keys and understanding you know uh, aiming point, uh, track, and and alignment for me. You know that's 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 beneficial um, in in any aspect. But as far as the red zone for a running back, being being pinpoint is uh. It's it's the, it's the best thing that you could do because you know it's it's small margin of, of error you know in the red zone everything speeds up and everything's a little quicker. I mean, honestly, I mean we 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 do it all, but it's always you know it's it's based off on the defense that we're playing. Um, you know, and, and everybody, you know, from a four, three, three, four, it, it, it just depends. Um, and honestly, man, I can, you know, I'm a running back. I like, I like running in anything, you know, that, that, that we can make happen or any scheme, you know, that, that that's working at the time. Uh, and a, a lot of it is also based off the passing game um, from, from any, you know, run pass action, all this kind of, it, it works off each other. And, and, and that's what this offense is built off of. Uh, the times that we do, uh, run the ball effectively. Everybody's worried about the pass, and you know, having Pat Mahomes on, you know, on on the side, and then Tyreek and McCole and and, and Trav, you know, it, it only benefits me when it's time to run the ball. Well, what about uh, screen passes? From your perspective, as a running back, what what what's the key to making a good screen pass work? Uh, the the key to it is 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 kind of how you put it, um, hiding it. I would say uh, I, I was really trying to trying to find a word, but just being just being discreet, and uh, you know, for me, it's not it's not the hardest to be discreet behind guys who, you know, six five and six six. So, uh, you know, just just implementing the the, the, the screen game more. Uh, I mean, I know you guys seen it today. We we, we ran a couple screens and, and and they were popping. So, um, as far as as far as that, it's, it's it's been going good and looking great. Oh yeah, most definitely. Especially you know having the same offense uh, as far as the same scheme, and you know I got I got chewed out last year for everybody for me saying you know Coach Reed's playbook was wasn't the hardest, but I mean I mean I had I had three different offenses in three years at LSU, and I mean that's 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 just what I do, man. I'm a you know I'm a football player, and this is my job, you know, just like it's. It's a doctor's job to do that job, you know. Everybody critique me for, for, for doing my job, so I'm gonna come out here, learn my stuff, and, and do what I do. No, it's an indication that I have been vaccinated. Yes, sir. Well, you had a uh, significant injury against the Saints last year, and I, I know you rehabbed and got back to some extent to the playoffs. Just if you could update us on your on your health, how are you feeling stepping back to that compared to you know, rehabbing and getting back into the playoffs? I'm 100%. Uh, in the Super Bowl, I probably was about 
probably about 85%, 90, close to 90%. But uh, I mean, just just being able to rest was was kind of was kind of the big thing. I mean, even even after last year, I mean, I had a 15 game. Uh, well, bef before that, had a 15 game, you know, championship season with, with LSU and. I want to say probably three days after that, I was already training, and then we hopped right into this season. Uh, hopped in the season last year, so it was uh, it was kind of like a, a rolling two years for me of, of of nothing but football. So just having the time to kind of let my body recover, and then be specific on my on my training and the off season and, and rehab was, I mean, kind of got me where I am right now. Is it difficult for you to stay off your, your feet when I, I know you probably are, are driving and you're, and you're trying to train to get ready for the season? Uh, it's difficult for you to rest, as in, as in not do anything and make sure you, you get, get your body right. I'm, I'm, right after the season, it, it it wasn't too hard, just because I knew, you know, I knew I was hurt. You know, that was the that was the thing. You know, just kind of making sure everything was aligned right, and probably wasn't doing anything, you know. Um, Actually, you know, straining, just straining, but you know, just being able to recover, get some, you know, get, get some guys to come work on ankles, hips, and you know, that was the best thing that, that benefited me in the off season. Clyde, Clyde, guys. In the, in the, when you got hurt in December, it seemed like the offense was getting more accustomed to throwing you the ball, sort of stretching you as a receiver. Just how much of this camp will be about that, and, and what do you feel like you can do that maybe you, you guys just couldn't get to because of the off season and not having the training camp and obviously your injury. You know, just at the at the end of last year, just kind of being, you know, being, it's it's really just being trust, you know, being trusted. And you know, I was a, you know, just a rookie last year, and just week in and week out, you know, they they see it at practice, but you know, when it's when it's game time, you know, everybody kind of get, gets into their own rhythm. And then you know, once 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 Pat kind of, you know, he got comfortable, and it, everything was kind of sped up at the beginning of the season. So during the season, it was the time to kind of to get comfortable, and then it was mask and kind of staying away from each other. So trying to even bond. You know, outside, you know, it, it really wasn't happening. The only time that we were able to be around each other was on the field. So, uh, you know, it, it started to show towards the end of the season, but this off season was kind of was, was was big for me. Uh, that was, like I said in, in in interviews before, I was you know working on hands, working on routes because I knew that was something that's going to be uh, kind of pinpointed this training camp. What's your advice people trying to go through workouts? High school kids, junior high kids, under 10 degree heat factor today. How do you get through this? Man, hydrating. Hydrating, and I mean, you know, it's it's going to be it's it's kind of cliche to say, but I mean, my, my mom's a nurse, and that was like the thing that she preached, and my dad, I mean, the the, the same thing. Um, every before every track meet, I mean, water, man. I mean, what's your body is what 80 percent, eighty five percent water. I mean, it's it wouldn't be smart not to have it in you. So that's I mean, that's what that's that's what I would say. Kirby, last hey, one. Hey, Clyde, you you had a couple of months now to work with a new teammate in Jarek McKinnon. What kind of dynamic does McKinnon as a veteran and, you know, given some of his production over the years in the NFL bring to the running back's room, in your opinion? You know, just just having a, a vet guy in the room, um, you know, it, it helps from um, a learning the playbook standpoint and then also on the field, man, just the things that he's seen before. You know, he obviously played, you know, played in more games, professional games than me. So he may have seen, you know, a, a, a game or two as far as, you know, twist from the, from the D-line. Um, you know, just just anything that, that that pinpoints things for the running back, and you know he can bring it back to the sideline. You know, kind of let us know if if it's something I have a question about. It's not you know it's not hard for me to just okay just ask Jake. You know that's that's kind of you know that's my or, or, or ask Darrell. You know he's been in the league four years, going on four years now, so you know that's it's it's all a benefit, and and everybody has seen you know something in different aspects or played different defensive coordinators, so they kind of you know they kind of know. Okay, thanks guys, thanks a lot. All right, appreciate it. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... 
that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You just heard from Chris Jones and Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and now we continue on with Byron Pringle, followed by LeJerry Sneed. Here's Byron. Come on, Byron. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? Hey, I'm well, thanks. I'm going to ask a K-State-related question. Um, obviously, a lot of turmoil right now in the Big 12 and what's going on with the SEC. What are your thoughts as, as a K-State Wildcat to see what's going on in the Big 12? Uh, I think K-State can play with anybody Depend, uh, because we work hard over there. We got that mentality we win one and no. We come to uh, practice prepared and not just on the field, off the field. Like we get to class on time and we go to study hall and do all our work and try to make that big 12 on the roll, the whole team. So I think that just I mean that would translate a lot going to any conference they go to. Have you talked to anyone back there? Are they worried that the big 12 may fall apart? Uh, no, sir. I haven't talked to anybody uh, lately. Uh, I talked to uh, uh, Brett, the, uh, one of the recruiters, but it wasn't about the, uh, them transitioning out of the Big 12. So. You guys have a uh, wide receiver rooms changed a lot in the National Football League, obviously, but Sammy's not there now. What's, it, what's the wide receiver room like? What do you, what do you like about your group? Uh, it's still the same. Everybody bring the high energy. Everybody help each other from the older guys to the younger guys. So nothing hasn't really changed. It's just that mentality being out here to come to work, prepare, and execute at a high level. Byron, it's been two years since you guys were here. Where do you feel like you are most improved from the last year's camp to now? Uh, me, me personally? Uh, knowing the offense better. Like, I know all the, the calls and signals and uh, know the situation of the ball and uh, just executing. How about your offense offseason? How important is this training camp for you? I mean, obviously, you're, you're signed to a one-year restricted free agent tender, but what do you need to show to prove the Chiefs you need to belong here for a two-, three-, four-year commitment? Uh, that I can play ball. I'm a hard worker. You, I may not talk a lot. I'm just going to smile and, and work every play. Even if it's on special teams, I'm going to work. So they know they got somebody they can count on on and off the field. You talk about your, your alma mater, K-State, being maybe under underappreciated and respected. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like the spotlight goes to some of the rookies and people forget about you and you keep making plays? Uh, can you repeat that again, sir? Do you feel like you're maybe a little bit overlooked by the media and fans? I mean, every year you make big plays for this football team when you're healthy, and yet the spotlight seems to always go to the rookies. Uh, you know, I don't really care about the, uh, the spotlight. As long as we come out with that, that W at the end of the game. So that's what I come here to do, play football, not to be on the spotlight, but to be a great teammate in the locker room and on the field. 
Byron, you post a lot of your off-season workouts on, on your social media, and they vary. And I just, what is the overall goal that you're looking to do uh, when it comes to your off-season Uh, being in shape, especially for uh, our team being in shape. Uh, keeping, uh, I, I used to be kind of a little heavy, heavy. And uh, this offseason, I wanted to slim up a little bit and uh, uh, cut back some of my bad eating and uh, get get more fit. How much uh, weight did you lose? Uh, seven pounds. Seven pounds. Yes, uh, sir. And then my other question was, uh, when it comes to kickoff return, uh, how eager are you to continue in those efforts? Oh, I'm eager. I'm eager. I'm eager because uh, coming out, I wanted to do it, uh, but uh, eventually I had uh, put, I got injured and. Uh, it set me back, and then my second year, I didn't have a shot. And then last year, Coach Toad threw me back there, my first game against Denver. And uh, I think I can contribute a lot in a special team role as a returner. Were you able to go back to Tampa? Are you able to go back at all after, after the Super Bowl? What are you hearing from uh, everybody back there? Yeah, uh, I went back. Uh, I don't stay in Tampa. Uh, I stay north of Tampa. I'm from Tampa. but. I live outside of Tampa. Uh, when I come through, they always bragging about the Bucks and stuff like that. But it was a good team. They got us, but we working. Have you, sort of things, did you, have you asked about you know, pump returning as well? Maybe doing both this year? Uh, I didn't ask, but if they put me back there, I'm ready. I'm ready. I ain't, if, we gonna, if we can win, I'm down for it. If they feel like they put me in that position for us to come out with a dub at the end of the day, I'm down for it. What's your choice to lose some weight? Was that what sort of things you have to cut out? What do you miss? Did you you have someone working with you on that, or did you just kind of do it yourself? Uh, well, my girlfriend had to make my meals, so uh, I cut out the dark meat. Uh, I cut out like I love these things called a pizuki at uh, BJ's restaurant. Uh, I love those when I'm back home, and I used to get one like every night on my way home. But other than that, it's just the 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 sweets, the cookies, uh, that's about it. I don't really drink pop like that, so that was a no big thing. Byron, can you talk about practicing in this weather? I mean, it seems crazy. It's like this every summer, but how tough is it? Uh, for me, it's, it's not tough because I've been working out in my garage down in Florida, and uh, it get pretty pretty hot in there. And uh, so I'm kind of used to it. I'm not going to say I'm used to it. Not for this long period of time, but I'm I'm kind of used to it. And plus, I'm from Florida, so the heat feel good to me. I love the heat. All right, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right now. Yeah, have a great day. So, what's up, boss? We've seen you rotate between outside and inside. How does it describe maybe the comfort level you have playing both positions, but also kind of simultaneously? Oh man, I'm still getting comfortable at it. You know, it's a hard, tough position. You know, all these off season, I have to make sure I'm conditioned. That's the main point. Look, Jerry, you've, you've now had an opportunity to see Mike Hughes out there on the field a couple of times, even going back to OK. What stands out to you about what he brings to this team? Oh, man, his quickness. You know, he's a very great, great player, you know. He was a first rounder as well, you know. You can, you can tell why he's out there. You know, I think he's going to help us out a lot this season. How, how, uh, how much pride do you take in Spags giving you the ability to be both inside and nickel and both outside. Uh, I, take a lot of, I take a lot of pride in it, you know. I got to get myself ready mentally, you know. He tells me that he believes in me, and I got to take advantage of it. Darius, how much did uh, playing safety that last year in college maybe assist with playing multiple ropes right now 
Uh, it helped out a lot, you know, mentally. You know, it helped my game out a lot to see it from the back end and that corner, see it from that end. So it helped me out a lot. We saw Spags with you one-on-one today. What are some of the instructions that he shared with you as practice going along as you're watching the defense uh, from the back? Uh, he told me to slow, slow down and just read my keys. What did you learn most from the Super Bowl series? Oh, man. You know, it was a lot that I learned, you know, mentally. He helped me out mentally. A lot, I can say, uh, that uh, the plan against making it there, you know, just playing in the Super Bowl was a blessing. You know, it just motivated me to get back there. You said that it helped, it helped you mentally. How did it help you mentally? Because of the things that I've seen, you know, going there and what I can do and what I cannot do. How much more beneficial has this offseason and training camp been for you compared to last year when you're coming as a rookie and Doing everything virtual, you don't get to be around the guys and the coaches. Uh, it helped me out a lot. You know, last year we didn't have the mini camp and stuff, and uh, I can say it helped me out grow a lot as of where I'm at now. You know, I'm still growing and I'm still learning as to this day. Last year during the pre draft process, obviously you had to spend so much time working out for you know your pre draft stuff. Drills that were specifically designed for designed for football. How does this offseason help you prepare, knowing that you were able to focus more on the football stuff? Uh, you know, it helped me out a lot, I could say, mentally. Mentally, as in last year, I couldn't be on the field and go through plays. You know, I had to look through an iPad or do that. But now I'm actually walking through it and going through it and actually putting myself through it. And that's how I learned fast. Chris, I'm sure when you go into a rookie year, you're confident, but you're also probably wondering a little bit how it's going to turn out. When you had the kind of year you had, you return a different player mindset-wise? Uh, no, I try not to focus on last year, you know. That's in the past. You know, I did what I did. It was a blessing what I did, but, you know, it's a whole new year. And I got to – I want more in myself, and I'm motivated to get more. Yeah. Are you expecting more of a challenge in this year now that, now that other teams are aware of you? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. No doubt. You know, it's a challenge, and I'm, I'm ready for it. Is there anything you have to do differently? Like Jerry's in terms of your body and how you just wanted to enter this season, given that it's another game, 17, and you had to deal with the injury in the middle of the year? Oh, yeah, stay hydrated, you know. I'm playing two positions, so I'm not coming off the field, you know. I have to be in the top shape that I can be in. How much fun is it being in the NFL? Last year, you wanted to earn a spot. You get to go to the Super Bowl. What's, what's it mean to you to be in? Oh, I'm still trying to earn a spot, you know. My spot is it's not guaranteed, you know. I'm still trying to earn that spot. Anything else? All right, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.